This week's parsha is parsha's Baloyska. A lot of a lot of different topics in the in the parsha. One of them talks about the there was like some riffraff uh, amongst the people that they had a taiva. And the Basak says, what, what does that mean, a taiva? They made, even the riffraff made everyone else complain and they said, who's going to feed us meat? And they said, why, why, why do they, what's the complaint about meat? Because they said, We remember the fish that we ate in Mitzrayim for free. And different uh, vegetables. So first of all, it's strange. They asked for meat. And they said, why are they asking for meat? Because they remembered the fish. Which is a little strange. And why, why, did they say, why did they ask for fish? There is no fish in the desert. But it's a, it's a still strange hamshak. Uh, and they said, oh, well, now we're stuck with, we're stuck with, all we have is the man. The, in a derogatory manner. And then the Pasuk lists off how special the man was, and how the man uh, had a taste like Lashad HaShomet. And when the, then the Pasuk says, Ba'ishma Moshe son Bechel Mishpachaisav, heard the people crying in Mishpachaisav, Ishta Pesach Allah, and Hashem got angry. So Rashi says, what does Baruch mean? That means that they were got together as families to complain and cry and to express their displeasure openly. And however, Chazal tell us they were crying. They were complaining about the Arias, the Isra Arias that they got after becoming, after Mantar. So what's the connection between complaining about Arias and the month? So let's very briefly just just talk this through. So the, now, so why were they, why were they? Rashi says they're complaining about meat. He said even though they really had meat, because they came out of Mitzrayim with a lot of animals. He said Rashi says they were just looking for something to complain about. And Zacharnu as Sadaga, as we ate for free. Rashi says when they ate for free, it means they ate it for free. They had no mitzvahs. They were they were, they were no obligations. They were, so they were able to eat uh, fish with no with no. Uh, Nothing expected of them, and then he says, "Why did why did the, Rashi actually says the man didn't taste like these vegetables? Couldn't be made to taste like these vegetables?" He says, "Because he brings from Chazal that these vegetables were dangerous for a child and a nurse and the mother, a nursing child and its mother. So that's why the man couldn't taste like that." So um, let's see if we could just explain the psukim and what this has to do with the man. So the man, the man we know was. The food, the sustenance, the basic sustenance for the people in the midbar. In the midbar, Klal Yisrael lived. They were called the Dardeh. They lived in a special way. They didn't have to plow the land. They didn't have to. They didn't have to work. And Hashem provided all their food, provided their their livelihood, just uh, giving it to them straight from Shemayim. What was the point? The point was they should be able to focus on on connecting with Hakadosh Baruch Hu without without being distracted by 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 physical by physical needs. However, we know the man that also came with a responsibility. You have, we're provi- I'm providing you with all your sustenance, and you don't have to focus on anything else but, but, but Hashem. So you have to focus on Hashem. So much so that we know about the man, that what did the man taste like? The man tastes like what you, what you thought about. Even the, what, even the taste of the food is dependent on, your, on how you appreciated it. But more than that, we see 
we see from the man. Um, wait, wait, no, let's not get distracted. So, so that's when the man, the man comes with responsibility. So we understand. We ask the question: When we ate the fish for free in Mitzrayim, Rashi says they ate the fish in Mitzrayim for free. There was no, there was no obligation, no mitzvahs attached to it. Meaning because the man, we said, is type. Well, the man was a free food, but it was a, there's no free lunch, right? The man was free, but it was free. That required you to to focus on your connection to Hakadosh Baruch They prefer. They're looking for a straight kashmir. Just give me the fish, and nothing to worry about, and have to think. And in fact, that could be what they said, Miachileinu Basar, who's going to give us meat? What do you mean? You took meat out of Mitzrayim. We don't want the meat that we took out of Mitzrayim, because that's already was T.S. Mitzrayim, Hashem. Let's just give us new meat uh, that we can just eat without having to think about it, nothing to worry about. We don't, we don't want to be connected. However, we're going, the, that's not what the man was. The man was something which came, uh, which, which uh, and in fact, since the man was something which came from Hashem, we know, we all believe, that when we work with Hashem, what Hashem does for us, and it, what happens to us, is Hashem is doing uh, for for what's best for us, right? So that we can, that we can understand why the man couldn't be made to taste like things which are bad for for a child and nursing mother, because that's something that would uh, what Hashem does is good. However, along the same lines, even though we know that what Hashem does for us is the best, we see a very interesting thing from the man, which is a big lesson for appreciating what Hashem does. The man tasted like how you perceived it. How you wanted, how you wanted it to taste. So that means whatever is happening, happening to you. I mean, if we're looking at the the man as being the vehicle through which allowed Klal Yisrael to focus on their connection with Hakadosh Baruch Hu and just straight vacas with him. So how do you appreciate your relationship with Hashem? That's how you perceive it, right? So if you perceive the man to be tasting like something good, so you're enjoying your <coughs> your relationship with Hashem. If you perceive your man to taste like like spoiled salami, so then that's that's what the man's going to taste like, and that's how you'll feel about your, your, your relationship with Hashem. But we said, going back to the point, we asked the question, so what's the, what's the connection between the man and, and uh, Isra Arais? So we said, why should, people are saying they want to be able to marry whoever they wanted to marry. We don't want to be told who we can marry. Why is that? But HaKadosh Baruch Hu has rules. Why does HaKadosh Baruch Hu have rules? Because the purpose of getting married is not just simply for, 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 for a physical connection. The purpose of getting married is to build a, a, a bias. That's a Malkin Farsh Ras Ashkenah, right? We're not Shayim But the bias, the bias is a bias is a place for Kaddish Baruch to dwell. So, so just like the man was something which allowed people to focus on the connection to Kaddish Baruch so too in the Isarayas we're giving the parameters for how to, for how to create a place for Kaddish Baruch to dwell with you. But they didn't want that. They wanted to be. They didn't want Hashem to tell them, just like they didn't want Hashem to tell us who, how, how we have to focus when we're eating. They didn't want Hashem to tell them who they're allowed to marry. They didn't want Hashem to tell them how they have to live. They wanted just straight. They could be able to choose whoever they want. So they were crying with Baichel and Mishpachaisev. That was that would be potentially be the connection between between the the uh, the man and the marriage. But it's a very interesting thing. The Gemara tells us in Shabbos. The Gemara says that. Call mitzvah that Klai Yisrael was mekabel themselves b'simcha. They still do it b'simcha. But a mitzvah they were mekabel b'ktata. They still do b'ktata. They still do it. And the Gemara says what the mitzvah, mitzvah of Arayas they were mekabel b'ktata because they were crying. They were not happy. So the Gemara says where where do they do the um, the mitzvah of Arayas b'ktata? He says every, the Gemara says leka ksuba There's no ksuba, no marriage contract that doesn't have a fight surrounding it. 
the meaning when people are getting married, it gets it gets tech, it gets uh, it can become complicated. Uh, okay, prenups, prenups, can do right. But But why? Why is that? Why? Why would the mitzvah? I'm not. I can't absolutely explain the chazal. But why? Why would that be? Potentially, potentially, we could understand why. Because what was the, the? Why would a mitzvah the mekabel ktata she still do a biktata? Maybe because the reason why mekabel ktata still exists. Meaning what? Why are the mekabel mitzvah varayis biktata? Because they didn't want to be told how to live their lives. They want to be. They didn't want, they didn't want to be told that everything has to be directed towards. Towards Hashras Hashkina, towards living in the way Hashem wants. So, before a person gets married, they have to fight about their marriage because they're reminded, why are we fighting now? We're fighting now because when we were Kabbalah Rais, we were fighting. Why were we fighting then? We were fighting then because we didn't want Hashem to tell us what to do. But uh, you need to remember and the note, you're getting married is solely for that purpose to, to create a, a place that you can have that connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the house. So, therefore, Again, so we so so just to just to chazer over before we ask the question, what's the hemshech of 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 the man to Arias is because the man also was the food which allowed us to focus on our connection to Kaddish Baruch Hu and 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 uh, bringing Hashem into our lives, and so that's also the tachlis of the of the Isra Arias, meaning how a person, who a person is allowed to marry and how they're supposed to get married. And I just want to add one point and to take from it just a drop of a lesson. Happens to be that on Monday is the yard site of 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 uh, Rabbi of mine, Chaim Siegel, Zechron of Bracha, and one of the things he taught us always was that in order to, he's talking about learning, but and Yiddishkeit in general is that you can't. It's not going to work unless you're enjoying it. He said he said it's sufficient. It's not enough. He said to learn, but you have to feel like the learning is like a piece of steak. That's what he used to say to us. But the point. What was his point? His point was you want to connect to Hashem. You have to be happy about it. You have to enjoy it. You have to, it has to be something you're excited to do. And that we see, I think, from the man as well. Because the man, the man we said, the man represented that ability to focus just simply on the connection of HaKadosh Baruch because the sustenance came straight from him. And, and, but it had to taste like you wanted it to taste. If that, the only, the only way, that was the, the, what facilitated that connection to HaKadosh Baruch was the man. But the mum was something which you were able to define how it tasted to you. So that too, also, so you have to recognize that in order to connect Hashem, it doesn't mean physically you have to actually eat steak. It just means that you have to, you have to be happy about what you're doing and happy about yourself. So again, just the lessons of the mum are, one, that when you're connecting to Hashem, how you perceive that connection, that defines what it's going to be for you. And additionally, it's very important in order to be, connect to Hashem properly, you have to connect to him through happiness and through enjoyment. And uh, have a great job.